You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Well, and I feel that way too sometimes that I'm an idiot. And I think people, that's how we're going to start Geekiest <laughs> Show ever. The, the time change has messed us up a little bit. And um, Melissa was like a couple hours early to podcast <laughs> and we're all going like, shit. No, no, no just <laughs> once we got it all figured out. So, yeah, we were, we're just cool. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, she kept us on our feet and uh, uh, got my blood going in. Uh, yeah, and there, I, um, there was a little mention of the weather in there too, in darkness. And so, okay, Melissa, why? Or uh, yeah, just tell us what the weather is. Get it out of the way and just, just rip, rip that scab. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I don't know what the temperatures are lately because I have really, I don't really care. Uh, it's just been nice out, but nice enough that I did some gardening last week. Oh, it's eighty-one degrees today. Oh. Eighty-one degrees today, and it's going to be seventy-five. On Tuesday, let's see, 78. Yeah, it's going to be all in the low 80s, upper upper 70s. It's it's the best time of the year to be here. Okay, just give me a minute while I sit back and, <laughs> and leave. Um, Elisa, why don't you tell us what your weather is going to be? Fucking cold. Okay. <laughs> As opposed to fucking hot, so we got everything Exactly, and I'd okay. rather be fucking hot, to be yeah. honest with you. Me too. Um, we're, we, I guess we're... We were watching the news during dinner tonight to see the weather, and we, you know, my husband both flipped the bird at the weatherman. It's not his fault, but still, we're supposed to get snow starting tomorrow night into Tuesday, maybe like between one and four inches, depending on where you live. I think we're on the lower side. Wednesday's high is 28, but then it's supposed to go up a little bit and then back down and then back up. So allegedly, a week from this Tuesday, According to the weather app, is fifty-one degrees and rain. Mm, we got forty for a week from this Tuesday. Um, right now we have fifteen. Tomorrow we're supposed to high, have a high of fourteen and a low of Ugh. three. Uh, yes, welcome to the Great Plains. I feel I, your pain. Yeah, I wish I could feel something. Mm, yummy time uh, for ice cream. Yeah, of course, like a fool uh, because well. I will partially blame Elisa because she planted this idea in my head. I got this idea now that we've gotten rid of our cable TV or our uh, satellite TV. They We inherited the dish. And I thought, well, what if I turned that dish towards our – because there's already a coax cable up there. What if I aimed it towards our TV station? It's a parabolic dish. Uh, and see if I could just use that to pull in a TV station. Well, I don't know. For maybe a number of reasons, it didn't work. Maybe I don't have it pointed quite right. It is a parabolic dish, so you're supposed to have it pointed rather accurately. Um, and maybe it won't pick up a digital TV signal. I don't know. There's probably a number of things why it won't work. But I was up there, and it was cold, and so I came back in, and my hands were pretty numb. But uh, like I say, Lisa inspired me, and like a fool, I had to go out there and try it quick. Um, Glad I could be of help. There you go, yes. Uh, you made sure that my uh, uh, feeling in my fingers work. Um, but, yeah, so I tried that. But uh, And uh, uh, speaking of TV, the reason why I didn't want to start, you know, a couple hours early podcasting was I decided to sit down and try the uh, Apple TV um, app on my iPad. Now, I do have the Apple TV app for the Fire TV for the fire stick up in the dining room, but I didn't want to sit up there and watch it. And they haven't uh, released one, although they're supposed to, because I have a regular TV with 
fire TV built into it down here. And upstairs, we've got the uh, dongle, I think it is. I forget what they officially call it. Those have, don't have apps yet, but they're supposed to. But So I just sat down here and was watching the morning show on my iPad, and it's kind of like, I know i got to get ready for podcasting, but I can do one more episode. Um, I did get kind of sucked into it. Um, it's kind of interesting. Um, I am a little cynical when it comes to uh, news programs, but this one I thought uh, didn't really, you know, trip any of my my triggers or anything or you know got me to work it but i did find it interesting and you know it like i say it got me kind of sucked in so now i'm kind of curious how it's all going to play out and the um other reason i was kind of interested in watching it was because it has reese reese witherspoon in it and um last thursday i was finally able to go down to meet somebody that's been in this town for seven years, and I haven't got around doing it, uh, Megan Phelps Roper, who's uh, I mentioned a couple or a podcast ago, um, she had a book signing down at the uh, flower and gift shop, so I went down there and finally met her. And Reese Witherspoon is a, uh, I think, producer on the potential, I don't know where it is in the works, a potential movie about the Westboro Baptist Church. So she's in... Um, the morning show, and so, like I say, there's kind of a tie in there, so I was just kind of curious to see how it all went, and so, so far, like I say, uh, um, that one has me intrigued, um, I may have to try some of the other ones out, um, I gotta see what's on here, I think, uh, what's the one called, For All Mankind? For All Mankind, I've heard really good things about that one, the morning show, I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah, I guess it kind of depends how you feel about it, and, you know, sometimes my thresholds are pretty low, I don't know if I'd be a very good critic, because I, you know, will watch almost anything, um, but, uh, so yeah, For All Mankind might be a, uh, might, uh, be on my list to watch, I should give C a try because that's kind of a science fiction um, story. Um, I, I want to watch C just, I mean, for two main reasons, of course, obviously. Jason Momoa. Mo- mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but also because every time, this is terrible, this is so awful, every time I think of C, I can't stop thinking about Bird Box, and I want to get that out of my brain. <laughs> well, I haven't oh, watched that's, Bird I could, Box. I always forgot the name of that movie. Yes. I, <laughs> okay. That wasn't a bad movie. I mean, it no, wasn't the it greatest, wasn't, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I liked it. I had to watch it just to see what all the memes are about, and I did. Yeah. I really liked it. I liked the concept of it. You know, yeah, it was a little cheesy, but it was. I think it was a good storyline, and so... Whenever I've seen the previews for C, I keep thinking, is it going to be like Bird Box on a larger scale with like more action? I, I don't know. Yeah, and a, a, <laughs> another show that is uh, supposed to be coming out, I don't know when, uh, but sometime, uh, they're doing a, I think it's a TV series uh, based on the, uh, I don't think it's a movie, I think it's a, a series, based on Isaac Asimov's uh, Foundation series of books. Um Again, that's, I'm, I'm a science fiction nerd, and for me, that was one I read way back in high school, and it has kind of influenced my uh, thought process when it comes to um, you know civilization, politics, religion, uh, everything like that. I kind of look at the world you know, differently, I think, because of reading uh, these books. I step back and look at the bigger picture and not just the uh, up-close stuff that uh you know you see all the time so i'm kind of anxious for that one to get released because that's 
one of my uh, books that are near and dear to my heart, um, along with a few others. But, you know, that one has uh, influenced me a lot. So I'm anxious to see that. But, you know, I bought the new iPhone, so I get it free for a year. So I figured, why the hell not? Let's just try it out and see. And there is some debate. Uh, it Tim Cook didn't say it was necessarily true. If you buy another Apple device, you get another year. I mean, you'd have to wait till the next year expires. So it, this may be a one-off deal. But it is. It's it one, is a one-off deal, yeah. For there's, sure. There's fine, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. There's fine print in it. I have okay. a tweet about it somewhere. I'll see if I can find it. Though okay. I think the difference might be if you have your Apple ID and your wife has hers, you might be able to do it, but I don't know if they're going to look at location and say, well, they have the mm-hmm. same address, even mm-hmm. though they have two different Apple IDs, therefore, right. sorry. But yeah. if they have enough on there, and right now, uh, you know, it's one of those things, well, I, right now I think they're releasing this stuff week after week instead of just doing a dump, and they're probably, for their purposes, are probably smarter to do that because they want you keep to keep coming back. Because uh, otherwise, yeah, I mean, if they would just like, uh, you know, Netflix does and just drop the series all at once, I might, you know, subscribe, watch what I want and, this, uh, and quit doing it if I have to pay for it. So we'll see. Uh, they've got, you know, basically a year to establish themselves, put some stuff out there that see if, you know, it'll interest us and if we'll want to watch it. Um, like I say, I've got the, the morning show is holding my attention. I got to check out for all mankind. Uh, see what Foundation does for me and what else they bring out. So um, I'm cautiously hopeful, but we'll see. They're going to have to have a little bit more for me to drop four ninety nine. They're going into a. They're making it cheap enough, but still, they're going into a market that's starting to get saturated with subscriptions. You know, because I mean, I've got I've dropped Netflix, but I may pick that up again. Um, yeah, that's the thing that's bugging me about it because I'm yeah. thinking about like I'm trying to research it now and there's not enough data on it just yet. But for example, we started the Apple Arcade subscription and I'm pretty sure we're probably going to hold on to that because the, the whole family really does enjoy it. And the thing that's that's frustrating about that and I always I know I sound like a broken record. I always complain that I guess I'm just spoiled by Hulu. I love the ability to be able to put it on yep. hold. And be able to go back to it. And with these subscriptions, you can't. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what would happen with Apple TV Plus. Like, let's say we we get the year out of it and then we're hooked on it. I mean, that's what they're banking on, right? right. They're hoping that everybody will just be like, with with Netflix, people will just, or any of these TV services, it's like, well, I, I need it. <laughs> I have to well, have, it's part of my, that's part of my living expenses now. Like, you just kind of roll it in. You're just like... Well, we didn't used to have to have internet, and now internet became like an essential uh, part of our living expenses. It's now basically a utility. I'm not saying that the TV is a utility. You know, it is. It is definitely a luxury, but it's it's still something that people are going to budget for. But in the case of something like, for example, Apple Arcade, let's say, let's say, you know, I'm, you know, this is my major concern here. We're a family. We have little kids and, you know, sometimes times get really rough. There's, you know, braces or an injury or, or medical bills or, you know, something comes down the pike that it's like, well, wait a minute. Now we have to have like a spending freeze or we have to start scaling back on things. And, you know, these subscriptions are going to be the first thing on the chopping block. That's just a reality for a lot of families these days. And with Apple Arcade, if you cancel, then, like, let's say you've been using it for six months to a year or something, and you have all these game saves and stuff. Um, supposedly, like, I'm reading a Reddit uh, forum right now about it that someone called Apple, and they basically said that 
yeah, your game saves will be saved, but for an undetermined amount of time. It seems to be that it may be, it may be um, up to the developer of that game. Like, you know, probably there's probably servers, there's however they save the data. So they can't say one way or another, yeah, you know, you have six months to be able to, to re-up it again before you lose everything. Like, they, they can't say anything like that because there's no definitive protocol for how long game saves and and sharing and all and all that kind of stuff is saved. So, you know, that's something to consider depending on what it is. I mean, is it the end of the world? Of course not. But oh. it's just something that it's might be important to kids, especially little kids. Like, what do you mean? We canceled <laughs> it now. I have to start all over again and I got to level 300 or, you know, whatever. Right. Well, and then the thing with Apple TV is like, I don't know what happens if you cancel Apple TV and then say six months later you can afford it again and then you want to re-up. Like, what happens? There's right. there's still a big question mark looming there. Well, what do so, you mean about the Apple TV? I get with the arcade, but mm-hmm. what what is the issue with the Apple TV if you cancel? I yeah, I don't know. That's that's the question I have. I don't know what the issue is. Like, what would happen if you cancel? Like, how soon could you? I mean, it says no commitment, right. but it doesn't really explain. I haven't seen any fine print that says anything about if you cancel your subscription, then let's say you want to, let's say things change, you win the lottery. Let's say you get a, a better job or something in the next month, things improve and you can afford it again. Like, what happens? Like, do they say, well, you can't? I, I, I can't imagine they, they would. I don't and it's not like you have to so. worry about losing anything. I mean, right. yeah, you might lose like, oh, it, it keeps track of the shows that you've watched and, and where you were and you can pick up where you left off on other devices. Yeah, that might be lost. That's not that big of a deal. That's not as big of a deal as game saves necessarily. I don't know. It's just right. a question that I have. What happens? Well, I always have that question whenever I'm going to invest either time or money into something. If I invest the time into it, can I get that time back or can I can I protect myself from losing that investment of time? Like say if it's a database that I'm entering data into, can I get it back out again? Can I put it somewhere else? Like what happens if I want to change my mind? Right. Same thing with paying for something. What happens if I want to cancel it? Obviously, if I, if I cancel my electric bill, I know what's going to happen. You sure. know? Well, I would just well, think with Apple TV, it'd be like right. Netflix, that yeah. you stop paying and then when you're ready, you go back and you pay that four ninety nine a month. Yeah, well, I, I and, hope that's the case. And I heard an interesting, somebody was just speculating, but it sounds interesting to me. They're wondering if, you know, right now, you know, you get a year free of Apple TV, uh, you know, get a free month to try out Apple Arcade. Somebody was speculating next year, are they going to say for the one low price of, you know, they just said like $20 a month, you could get Apple TV, you can get uh, Apple Arcade, you could get iCloud in one subscription. Because, you know, I think it's an interesting idea. I think Apple does realize that there is a oh, little bit of love that. Yeah, a little bit of uh, fatigue. And if they could just say, you know, for one, you know, low price by combining all these things together, you know, whatever, the, however they decide to spin People it. People have been asking for that for years mm-hmm. and Apple yeah. won't do it. Everything right. is a la carte. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice if we could pick and choose. If we could say sure. we want Apple Music and we want Apple Arcade and we want two terabytes of iCloud. Okay, that means that would cost you okay twenty five dollars a month or we know sure. whatever the numbers happen to be. And if it's normally costing you thirty a la carte, who's not going to jump on the twenty five? Well, and they right. may do that, and they're you know they're pivoting, uh, not necessarily away, but they're pivoting towards uh, services, and so. You know, they want to sell their services. They want to make them popular. They want people to subscribe. And to me, of course, I'm no business mogul, but to me it makes sense that if you want people to use your services, like you say, I could just see Tim Cook 
And one more thing, you know, if he still does that thing anymore, you know, the price will be, you know, $20 a month or whatever. Uh, uh, just, uh, you know, get people excited by it or something. So, you know, it's a possibility. Um, you know, if, cause how much is Apple music a month? Eight? I was well, going to say, I like pay 99, I pay, yeah, I pay $99 a, a year, year. Okay, so. for a single uh-huh. subscription, but I right. think it's what, four ninety nine a month or okay. 14 that, a month. I mean, if you for pay a family. for the year, is there a savings there because you pay it for the year? It's how much, I think it's $10. I think it's $10 a month for a single Okay. And fifteen dollars a month for a family, and then I just pay ninety nine dollars a year because I'm mm. the only one who uses it. Right. Yeah. So you know, if that was like ten dollars, Apple Arcade is five, Apple TV is five. You throw you know yep. some iCloud in there, and maybe you know maybe uh, they'll just kind of. So you know we're we're up uh, and you know what's the? I think I pay ninety nine cents a month for my yeah. My husband pays ninety nine. Yeah. I pay three dollars a month. My, so, yeah, two ninety nine a month. I pay. So you know uh, what is that? But round twenty dollars there if you get all that stuff. Uh, yeah, so. I just was looking at it for our family because we have the two terabyte iCloud because there's five of us, and we're all sharing that. And like we're nowhere near close to that, but you know I've got sure. a teenager and a preteen now, so yeah, that, that's going to change. Ten dollars. That's ten dollars a month. Yeah, like it's around ten something a month. For okay, change. so ten dollars. So I'm already a month. up. If I if I wanted to do let's say if I wanted to keep Apple Arcade and keep Apple TV Plus let's let's say we're fast forward into the future the year is up and whatever because I I don't care about the year I mean it's great it's wonderful I'll take it but realistically I want to I want to know because I'm going to get sucked into it I want to know okay, what so that's twenty dollars a month yeah between twenty dollars a month okay and if, let's say and if we added Apple Apple, Apple Music mm-hmm. so that brings 35. you to thirty five dollars a month so yep. if they could give it to you for thirty dollars right. a month right. yeah. you know not a huge savings but that's five dollars less yeah. that you have right. to pay and for a family that is a huge savings because that's food on the table you know yeah. that's that's prescription and if drugs, they also had yeah. a deal thir- what's 30 times 12 is what 360 dollars right if they did something where maybe for 330 dollars if you pay for mm-hmm. the full year up front yeah knowing that right. if you cancel you don't get your money back right well if you know for a fact we're not going anywhere at least for this year that's mm-hmm. another way that they could get you to commit they're pretty good at prorating stuff though but i'm I just think, saying like yeah. if, right. if, if they're giving you a discount for making sure. that one year commitment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you yeah. know what i like to do i like to go troll for the itunes gift card sales when they're 20 percent <laughs> off and grab those and that's how no, we pay I, for it i bought yesterday i bought um and I, i'm not going to go too too far down the loop in this because this is going to talk about go into something we're talking about later but uh sam's club had a one-day sale oh for, yeah so that. i bought the hundred dollar gift card for 84 dollars, and mm-hmm. i didn't even have to go i mean it's practically nice. around the corner from me but like there's no way i don't leave the house on saturdays because mm-hmm. the traffic is crazy that's a 16 dollars savings and there's like tax or something so you probably saved like 15 nope, there's no tax so. it was just a flat oh, no? 84 dollars. Nice. there's no tax on it there's no tax on gift cards and um, they're mailing it to me, and then I used another service for cash back. Aha! Uh-huh. On top nice. of that, yep. which we'll, well, we will talk about later. Well, as I say, why don't we just transition now since we kind of got to that point? Because uh, what we're going to talk about next is apps that we like, and looking at the ones that Lisa got here, uh, you were. It looks like you're getting ready for the shopping season here, uh, or all year round, for that matter. Because um, all year round, yeah. So yeah, why don't you uh, you know talk about uh, uh, your apps and okay. start with your you know the the savings one there. So. Yep. 
Okay, so I've got three apps listed here, but two of them are savings app. And the one that I was making reference to, um, this is an app that in the show notes I've got for the um, iPhone, which I just downloaded before we started recording because it just never occurred to me to look for one. Um, I use it on the desktop, and that's called Rakuten. How is that? The Rakuten? Rakuten. Yeah, it used to be Ebates. Right. Oh, okay. The way I the way I describe it is think think like your Ebates is the mall is your local mall and then you go to the mall and then you walk inside the mall and you go to the different stores to do your shopping. Well, that's the way Ebates is where it's the mall and you go inside to do your shopping. Mm -hmm. So I've got the extension on my uh, in Chrome on my desktop. So if I'm going to Staples or if I'm going to Macy's or just a bunch of different stores, it'll pop up 4% back. And if I click on the 4% back, it brings me to a new screen and it will say, you're saving 4%. And then it brings me back to Staples. And then what happens is I make my purchase. Let's say I spent $100 at Staples. When I'm all done, I'm going to get 4% of that purchase price back in Ebates. And it tells me, You've just earned X amount of dollars and it puts it into this account for me. And when I, once I save up $5 in a quarter, they send me a check right now. I'm expecting a check for $35. Hmm. I check. I'm always checking it. I've used it um, for renting cars. I've used it in hotels where you spend $200 to stay at a hotel for two nights and you get $15 back. And the thing is, you're not paying more. You're paying the same price whether you use this service or not. And that's the thing. And my feeling is better in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded it to my phone because you can also use it when you're at the mall. If you go to Macy's or Best Buy or one of those places, you can open it up. And what you'll do is your credit card is attached to it. And you scan the little barcode on your phone. And then it sends it to Ebates. So you get back your 1%, 2%, whatever. So you can do it online and you can do it in person. So those are something, that's one to look into. And then the other one that I use, which Melissa, I sent to you, is Uh Ibotta. Uh And that is on my phone. That, let me open it up here. It takes a bit. Um, When I go to Walmart, they have something, where's Ibotta? They have something where you can pay with Ibotta. So I've got my credit card attached. When I'm all done scanning, let's say I spent $20, I type into Ibotta $20, it charges my credit card, and it pops up a Walmart gift card Hmm. barcode. And then I just scan that at the register, and then on the receipt, it shows that I paid with a Walmart gift card, but it gives me back 1%. Now, it could only be $0.05. So it's not that much money. But if you keep doing that all the time, all of a sudden... You've got, like I have right now, $49 waiting to be used. And this you is could double dip because my credit card already gives me back 1%. Exactly. Like 1.5%. So then that on top of it is like double Exactly. <laughs> and on mm-hmm. top of that, this is just paying with it. Then you go back into Ibotta and it'll have different things that you purchase. I mean, there's a little bit of a learning curve, but once you get yeah. used to it, it's pretty simple. It might say if you buy any brand of dog food, you get back 20 cents. Oh, I bought dog food. Great. So you click on that one. And it might say uh, any kind of bread. Oh, I bought bread. Get 10 cents back. Then you, what you do is you take a picture of your receipt, and then it matches it up to what you said you bought, 
and now you're getting 30 cents back. Now, again, it may not be a lot of money, but all of a sudden you up. get $49 is what I've got waiting for me. Lifetime earnings so far, I've got $119 I've gotten back. And that's for buying things that I already buy. Mm-hmm. And even if you get the item free because you had a coupon, you still get cash back. Mm-hmm. And then the things you get, um, let me see, withdraw. You can get cash back to PayPal or you can get a gift card, which is what I normally do. Mm-hmm. They've got Amazon, Applebee's, Bed Bath & Beyond, Buffalo Wild Wings, Domino's Pizza, IHOP, iTunes gift card. I've done that a few times. Kohl's, Nordstrom's, Lowe's, Starbucks, Walmart, Whole Foods, you know, and a, and a bunch of others. So I feel like better in my pocket. Mm-hmm. It does, you know, yes, going to take a little bit of work, but it's worth it because you're, these are products that you're buying anyway. This isn't something where we're saying go out and spend all this money so you can get the money back. It's like you're buying it anyway. Why not? Well, I'm downloading you put your referral right code in now, the show. So. Yeah, you should you should put your use her referral code though. Oh, yeah, I'll send you I'll send you my referral <laughs> code. Okay. Because what happen, then then I get ten. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. so if you have an account and you send it to somebody else and they use it within a certain amount of time, I think you get ten. I think we both get ten dollars. I forget exactly oh. how it is, but right. yeah. So when we um, tweet out the link for the show, put your referral code in there in case people right. hear it and then they want to do it. Make sure you get get the credit for it. Right. So those are those are both really good. And then the other app that I use all the time is the MLB at bat. Mm-hmm. So if you are a baseball fan, this is the app that you want. It costs uh, there, actually there is no cost if you just want to follow along. There's a particular team that you like and you just want to follow along. You want to watch what they call game day, which is kind of um, it, you're, you're basically seeing a live uh cartoonish kind of 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 the of the play if you want to get the uh just the radio feed i believe it's i haven't done that in a long time i think it's 25 dollars. i think when i first started it was five dollars that's how long ago it's been if you want to buy the the access to watch it on all your devices your your roku fire stick playstation xbox apple tv computer, iPad, Android, so on and so forth. It was $112 last year. Much cheaper than getting it through your cable company, and mm-hmm. you can watch it everywhere. And that way I got to watch the Red Sox every game. Oh. Or if I wanted to watch somebody else's, you know, a different team. Plus, if, you know, like right right now you've got the news. It's off season right now. So you can just open up the app and you can see what's going on within, you know, within your own team or within the entire major league. Different news that's going on. Keep up with, um, like, you know, who won MVP? What's happening to my beloved Mookie Bats? Is he being traded? God forbid. Um, you know, the scores of different teams. Just there's just a lot of information. So this is really, if you like baseball, this is a great app to have. I think, uh, I think my son. I don't know if he uses this app because he just got his iPad up. To- month or two ago and i haven't asked him but i'm pretty sure he subscribes to this because he suffers from this baseball affliction uh but i'm pretty sure he does that because he likes to watch stuff and um i i i'll, I'll have to ask him but i'm pretty sure he does uh 
su- subscribe to that. Um, but yeah, for yeah. those people who you know like this stuff, this would be a a godsend. Now, if they just had like you know uh, nerds at bat or for me or something. Yeah, you don't want to get it through your cable company because yeah. when our cable company was something like one hundred and sixty five dollars a year, mm. and it was only for the it was only during the the season, uh, like March through October, where this, I think, also gives you winter ball if you want to watch it. I'm not sure because I don't pay attention during the winter. But the thing with your cable is it's only on your – you can only watch it on your TV. You can't transfer it anywhere else where, you know, this is it is just basically everywhere. And it's cheaper. And I think – like I said, I'll have to talk to him because I know I've heard him say something about it. And I'm pretty sure he does it this way because he, uh, he's watched it on his computer. So um... – I think maybe. is this considered a pass like a sports pass it's like an a la carte pass because I'll, I'll set you up for for maybe your next topic uh segue if you want but uh my brother-in-law wanted to save money and not necessarily cut the cord well yeah i guess i guess cut the cord in a way he was tired of having to pay for the cable subscription and him and my sister-in-law, like, they work a lot, and they don't really have a lot of time to watch TV. But the one thing that he did want to watch was the Sunday football. And he was only paying that exorbitant cable bill just for the b- ability to be able to watch football. So he ended up uh, looking into it. And I kind of put a bug in his ear about it a long time ago. I had given them for Christmas one year. I gave them an old Roku. And he found out that he could get an NFL pass. and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fee. I forget what it was, but, you know, it might have been like 50 bucks or whatever, but it was still way less than having to pay a monthly uh, subscription to cable TV. And so I'll check back with him and report back after Thanksgiving. But he's been pretty happy. He called me up. He was frustrated because he couldn't figure out how to get it like signed in. And I walked it through, walked him through it. But he was so happy because now he can do exactly what he wanted to do. He can pause it. He can stream it. He can. He wanted to like hide the scores to be surprised. Like he he could customize it and do all the stuff. And now he can he can cut the cord so to speak and just have internet service and ditch TV because they don't watch TV. All he was watching was football, and then occasionally they'd watch Netflix. And we all share a Netflix account, so they can do all that they want to do with their Roku and an internet connection and ditch the cable box. So he was pretty happy with that. So I think that these these sports for these people with the sports afflictions <laughs> are they, these passes are are a good way to go. So that might be oh, yeah. something to uh, tell people to put in their stocking stuffers. Yeah, because I mean, if you are one of those people, uh, you know, for me it wasn't that big a deal. I have zero interest in sports, so cutting the cable wasn't that hard. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I mentioned the last time we got Philo, it hit uh, scratches all of our itches. My wife seems to be dealing with it fine, so you know it's and it's twenty bucks Good. a month, so it works for us. Uh, but yeah, if you are one of those people that do have to have their sports, you know, uh, you know that may be an alternative rather than trying to find a. You know, one of these skinny bundles or whatever they're calling it, the Internet TV provider stuff. You could just maybe go with something simpler and, you know, get your sports passes this way. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, why don't we move on to your stuff next, Melissa? I think there's there's at least, yeah, there's one on there that uh, I do use. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. So I'll start with uh, I picked I picked four. We'll see if we can get through all four of them. Um, The first one's a break, kind of a new no brainer. I picked one password for my app pick. Um, we talked about that in a previous show, so we should probably link to that previous show where we compared one password with uh, LastPass. And I'll just move right along to I want to I want to mention it while I'm thinking of it. Um, 
when Elisa was talking about her picks for Rakuten and Ibotta, I thought of Honey. Uh, my my teenager actually turned me on to Honey. I don't know if you guys use this or anything. I but did download did. Honey. Yep. Yeah, it's now it, it used to be an extension that you could go to the extensions website and install in, in Safari, and you can no longer do that. You have to go to the App Store on your Mac and install it that way. And it's free. It doesn't cost anything, but it's it's already saved me all, uh, some coin on this because. I have it set up that it will email me when they find a lower price. And I think it's really helpful. Now, this is for, let me back up a second. This is a this is a browser extension called Honey. And what it does is it checks prices on Amazon. I haven't used it with anything else. I think that's the only thing that, that it works for. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't used it for anything else. But uh, as you're shopping on Amazon, there'll be this little orange icon that will show up. And you can customize it and let it have it tell you what the pricing history is. So you can click on it. And so say, for example, I was waiting for this one water bottle to go on sale. And I knew darn well because I had seen it. Because I don't know if you've ever done that before where you put something in your shopping cart for Amazon and then you kind of like sit there and you forget about it or you get distracted or whatever. And well, at least I do because I don't have Prime. So this is kind of like how I have to save money from not having to afford Prime is I sit there and I let it sit in in the shopping cart and I'll get a notification that says, uh, there's a change to some item in your shopping cart and the price went up or the price went down. Let me know. And that's what I used to rely on. Well, this is way better because it lets you know right away. You can click on it and you can see the history of where the prices went up and down. So you can say, oh, yeah, well, you know, Black Friday's coming up and it looks like last year it went on sale and maybe it'll go on sale again. You can kind of look at trends and things like that. And like I said before, I can set up an email alert that'll let me know when it's found a lower price. And so several times now I've got an email on something that I was waiting to go on sale and it did. And, you know, I'll queue up a bunch of things to get enough to get free shipping. And then that's when I make my purchases. So Honey is, um, it's not necessarily an app, but it's an extension. So I just want to throw that in there because that's another way to save money. And then while we're talking about saving money, I'm just going to move ahead to the next one, which is called GoodRx. And that one has saved us a lot. Um, If you can tell by guessing from looking at the name, it's for um, looking up sales on prescription drugs. And, um, you know, we're in a situation where we don't have a prescription plan. We haven't for for years. And so what we have found, unfortunately, when we did have insurance was that they'd bill it through insurance and it would jack up the price on a prescription. So I started looking into this, and and these are advertised all over the place out here. They have you know little plastic cards. I mean, boy, they're really they're really getting the word out there. And I've seen other plastic coupons and stuff, but I like this one the best because it's an app, and it's free. It doesn't cost anything. You create an account, and between my husband and I, we're always like whenever we have to get a new prescription because I mean we're a family, so it happens. And I can only imagine this would be really good for people who are caring for an older. A family member in their home where they're responsible for getting prescriptions and things. And, you know, it just might be that it could cost you less than going through your insurance provider or your prescription plan to see what it's on sale for. So GoodRx is a, is a really good one and you can share it. You can share passes back and forth between a spouse or something. And because sometimes my husband's the one that goes to pick up the the prescription. So I say, make sure you get it for this price or like I'll call the, the pharmacist ahead of time and I'll have them input the data like over the phone and then that way it's already there and it, it shows up as the right price. So that's been really helpful. And then sticking with the shopping theme, the other app that I picked is Grocery Gadget. We've been using that for a couple of years now. There is a, it's free to install and there is an um, make the ads go away 
subscription, but it's like 99 cents for the year. So it's like really affordable. And uh, as you know, I, I can't stand that, that the in-app subscriptions uh, don't get shared between family members. So you do have to pay that each time over. So for example, my husband and I are able to share it because we share an Apple ID, but then like my kiddo, we want to teach him about shopping and teach him about, you know, making lists and looking at prices and stuff. And it's pretty good. Like it will keep track of if you feed it the information, there is a bit of a learning curve and there is some data entry that needs to happen. But once you put it in there, then it kind of helps take care of itself a little bit. Uh, if you want to be able to be really savvy and check prices and compare things, you can add prices for the different stores. Like let's say, I don't know, let's say you buy, I'll just pick on milk. Let's say you buy milk at one store and it costs $3.50 and you go to another store and it costs $2.20. Like it'll let you know that there's a lower price at a different store from the last time that you bought it. Um, and it's just, a, it syncs between your phones. Like it uses their own proprietary sync service. That's what you're paying for to upkeep that. You don't have to pay that. You can just deal with ads if you want to. So I, I, that's the other thing I love about this app is that you can try it before you buy it. And the developers really responsive for the last several years that I've been using it. Anytime I've had a question, they've been really good about getting back to me about it. And uh, it's just a, it's a really great app to use for families who are creating shopping lists so that you don't end up buying the same thing if multiple people are going shopping. And then the last one is just another app that kind of helps me get life done. And that's Calendars 5 by Rattle. And uh, I forget what the price is because I bought it so long ago. I'll have to go and click on the link. Or one of you guys can click on it if you don't have it because I can't see what the price is. I'll go on the website and, and look. But that's just a one-time uh, payment. But it's Calendars 5. It is, and I am super, oh. super picky about calendars. And it also has a built-in like task list, to-do list. There's a companion app. Like you pay one price and you can get it on your iPad, your iPhone. $6.99. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And on your Apple Watch and... I think it's really great. You know, there's sometimes there's like some bugs where like it might not sync fast enough, but the developers are like really responsive and they're always on top of keeping it up to date and stuff. So I'm sure that those improvements will be rolling out. But uh, I, it's the app that I live in. Like I just love being able to customize all, all of my calendars for the, the whole family are different colors and then my business calendar and my, my husband's calendar. So it really he- helps keep us track of who's doing what, when. So that's, that's what we live in. Yeah, I so, use I, I use Calendar Five uh, for my my stuff because yeah, it's just yeah. I subscribe to a bunch of calendars. It's easy. It's on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's big. You know, Apple's calendar is fine, but I just kind of like this one. Better. Yeah, this gives you extra. Yeah, I, I mean, use Fantastical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to use that one, but then it just got to be pricey. And I should mention that there I there isn't a Calendars Five uh, Mac version, but. I haven't needed it. I, I am actually really happy with the Mac version, just the, the standalone native calendars app. I haven't had, knock on wood, I haven't had a problem with it. I really, I can do all the same things with the color coding and all that kind of stuff. And you can in the basic native iOS calendars app, but this just has so much more to it. It's just it's just got more for people like me who who really want a robust calendar app. And I've tried many <laughs> over the years. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Melissa, I follow up on the honey that you were talking mm-hmm. about. It's not just for Amazon. No. Oh. It's for others. If you That's go to different to websites, like I just tried, you know, it's taking forever to websites to open because Skype is just killing all the resources. Yeah. But I went to Clinique just to okay. see. And oh. Ebates popped open, letting me know uh-huh. there was 10% back if I wanted to make a purchase. And then if you click on honey, 
it gives you some points back too, and then different coupons. Now, I'm still not sure how those points work with honey. Yeah, that's right. yeah, I have a hundred yeah. coin. I got a hundred coins for starting an account. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with those hundred coins? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I've yeah, got... that's a little confusing. I just like being able to get the knowledge to help me make purchasing right. decisions. Yeah, so. I've got it. Uh, the uh, extension installed in Chrome here, and so yeah, it's like Macy's, Bloomingburgs. Uh, Coach, eBay, uh, uh, what else do we got here? Ann Taylor, AT&T TV and Internet, uh, Microsoft. I just I don't really Sears. shop on a whole lot of other sites, so I guess yeah. that's why I just never see it. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 it definitely pops open when that's I'm cool. um, right. Yeah, when I'm um, on, on uh, Amazon. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, see, for me so too. this is all going to help us for for in next in the next time we get together. We're going to be talking about Black Friday, Cyber Monday stuff, and all those sales are already starting to happen. It's like people decorating for Christmas ahead of time. Oh. The sales just seem like <sighs> they get earlier and earlier and earlier. Mm-hmm. There's already uh, Black Friday sales. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know Amazon's rolling out a few. Nothing that's intrigued me yet i've kind of threatened i don't know see what my wife has to say she kind of put the kibosh on the idea but our tv upstairs acts a little weird and since we've like dropped cable and we're using fire tv it's just a little easier if the fire tv is baked into the tv rather than having a a dongle it's just one less layer of complexity to to deal with and so if one gets cheap enough um I might get one, the 32-inch for upstairs. Last time I checked, they were 129, but which still isn't too bad for a 32-inch TV, I don't think. But have it, you had a TV like that before? Because we have a smart yeah, you TV. Have one, don't you? Yeah, so, that one. That one's built in with the fire. Yep. Because right we have a me. Samsung, and it was so so incredibly bad that I bought a Roku for it. No, this one is pretty good. Um, uh, I mean, it operates just like the standalone uh, Fire TV gadget, whatever it might be. Uh, and like I say, it's just a little bit easier because all your stuff is uh, incorporated in there. Um, it's just you know one less remote you have to dink around with. And uh, yeah. the only problem, I, uh, I guess, problem I would have is I did get a warning. I, there's no expandable memory on there. So I did mm-hmm. have to go through and kill a few apps, but I probably overdid it anyway. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, you know, overall, there it's is a setting. I have an old fire that's it's a, just a black box, and there's a setting in there that lets you. They have a special proprietary name for it. But there's a setting in there that lets you use your existing TV remote, like if it's compatible. So yeah. if if it's the extra remote that's the problem, that might be one way sure. to go. Because I'm kind of I'm I'm in a Lisa's camp. Like I'd rather just have the the separate box and. I don't know, just having it baked in, it just reminds me of those. And it could be just totally different, but it reminds me of those TVs that had the DVD player like baked into it. Right. <laughs> it would always like fail. Well, the thing is, oh, if they... Up- I, I have those. I still have one. Oh, <laughs> Plural. Wow. Okay. Uh, and as long as they update the software and they have, you know, updated stuff. And so, um, you know, I've had it about a year now or pretty close to a year. Mm-hmm. I think I bought it Black Friday last year. I was going to say, you got it on a Black Friday sale, yeah. I thought. Yeah, so yeah. it's coming up on a year, and I haven't had any real, you know, issues with it. And, you know, I just like the Fire TV because you can speak into it. and uh, uh, Bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, good luck with that. Um, but, um, and my wife seems to be navigating it well. So, um, you know, and like I say, and just having it baked in, um it's just, you know, a little bit, I think it's a little bit easier. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. But uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, 
uh, we'll move on to uh, my stuff now. And uh, I've got uh, four of them here. And I did mention this one, uh, I, I think a couple shows ago, Photo Mine for... Uh, you have all these old photo albums at home and you want to digitize them and you don't want to take the pictures out of the photo album and scan them and all this kind of stuff. So you can just take your phone, you hold it over there and it does all the, the magic and the work for you. Um, it will straighten and, you know, it'll clean up the picture a little bit. Cause I had some that were a little, and some people may argue with how it cleans up. Cause I had a few that I kind of went, I don't think I liked it that way. But it will clean up the picture for you and, you know, t kind of degrain it or, you know, whatever, clear it up just a little bit. Uh, it does notice things because I had, there were some of these pictures in one of those old cling albums. You know, there was no sticky to it. You just put it in there and the plastic would cling to it. Well, it had kind of a wrinkle in it. Well, it detected the wrinkle and emphasized it. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, overall it's not too bad if, you know, basically you're worried, not so worried about perfection, but about retaining the memories and being able to, you know, I plan on giving some of these, uh, pictures to my kids and say, you know, these are your grandparents or your great grandparents. Uh, you know, I barely knew any of them, but you know, here kids, you know, this is your, your past anyway, so they can, uh, they'll have that. But, and like I say, it makes it a lot easier because I did, uh, like I think two photo albums. I think it came to about 200 pictures in, oh, I wow. don't know, half an hour to an hour. I didn't exactly time it. But, I mean, it was fairly quick once you get the hang of it. Uh, and so you can take multiple pictures at a time so you don't have to do them individually. It will separate them out. And the only thing is I do need to go in there. It was one problem I had, and it's following what it thinks is right. But uh, Mom had written in the borders of some of those pictures who they were well they were just cropping that out well i need the borders in there so i know who's who and what's what if i can read mom's handwriting after all these years but um so i might but they save the pictures you can go in there and edit them individually and just stretch them out so it's going to be a little bit of just sitting down someday and dealing with that but you know that's not too bad and and i i had to pay i looked at several because there was one that a free one from Google. Uh, oh, I hit the wrong one. Uh, there's a free one from Google, which worked okay. Uh, but um, it was a little bit of work to it. You cut, what it had you doing was going around to each four corners. It would take a picture, and then it would say, move it to this corner, this corner, this corner. And they were doing that to try and maximize photo quality, uh, taking it from different angles. And then they would you know use uh, uh, an algorithm to blend them all together to come up with the best possible photos, eliminate glare and all that stuff. But you had to do it for each picture, and it was kind of slow and time-consuming. I was more concerned about, uh, uh, you know, processing. Now, this one here, I think it's $1.99 to buy, and then they have in-app purchases. Uh, and so, let's see here. I'm trying to find the prices here now. So basically, if you want the stuff stored... If you use it, they'll stay on the in the app or on. You can download them from their site for seven days. Um, mm -hmm. But if you want to keep them there, uh, then you can pay to do that. And I'm not seeing what it is, but I think uh, if you want a year, I think it's either like nine. 
Yeah, it says down at the bottom there's in-app purchases. It, yeah. They're all the same thing. It just says photo mine account. One's eleven ninety nine, another one's nineteen ninety nine, and then the dollar ninety nine. Yeah, I think it's dollar ninety nine a month, or you can get a year for twenty bucks or something like that. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Then there's a sixty like, dollars. Yeah, yeah, I think the sixty dollar one is for the ten is for the forever lifetime mm. that oh, yeah, I was reading. Oh, yeah. there, there, way down there. Single upfront payment offers unlimited access to account features. Right. But so, I mean, do you really need that? Because you, couldn't yeah. you just export them to photos? Um, I don't know if you can do, export them directly. What I ended up doing, I need to get them out of there, but I wanted to, like I say, do the editing on them first in there. Um, what they do is um, they're uploaded to their site, and then you can download a zip file uh, mm -hmm. to your computer. Then you can unzip them. But once you get that done, yeah, then there's no reason to. Um, I don't I don't believe there is a, uh, a way to directly uh, put them into photos i don't believe um i looked at it now of course i can't remember and i moved stuff around so now i'm trying to find it but where did i put it um but any other oh, like not get them very much money if they made it easy to do that <laughs> well yeah that's the thing and i get it they want to get uh you know paid for such things but uh um yeah right off hand is this well you can share it I guess you can save them. What's the difference between this one? Then there's a photo scan app. Well, let's see. Like I, I clicked on the ones that says more by this developer. Oh, this uh, is, okay, so this is plus that you're talking about. Right, I think that's the freebie. The basic one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I also did Unfade Pro, um, which was fine. They have been at purchases too, though. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I just... See, that's what always confuses me. I wish there was a better way for developers to be able to distinguish that you know i mean some of them it says like unlock for three days is 299 single session of saves to camera roll but the rest are all just photo mine account they're not very descriptive right. yeah. at all yeah. and 499 and 499 yeah what's the difference yeah. yeah what's the difference yeah. yeah it'd be nice if it said one year six months lifetime mm -hmm. 10 years yeah without having like if the... they could put the description for like say single session of saves to camera roll as one why couldn't they do that with the other ones well, yeah. With the other line items. Without having to go into the app, because in there, and I'm not seeing it right off the bat here, but they did explain what you got for that mm -hmm. that money. But um, or, I just know. think it's interesting that they have the Photo Scanner Plus app, which is a buck ninety nine. That's the one you originally linked to. Yep. And then there's all these, you know, in app prices or in app subscriptions or in app purchases, whether they're recurring. Are not some of them are yearly, some of them are just one-time fees, and then they have a free app that has the same in-app subscriptions and the same in-app well, pricing. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of confusing. It's just confusing. It is, and yeah, and like you say, some of that it stuff is hard. Looks like it might. I'd have to put them side by side the descriptions, but it looks like there might be some features in the per, the one that you bought, Mike. Plus, yeah, that using the free one you can't get to until you pay for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Or that one is just a way to uh, try it out uh, mm -hmm. and see if you like it. And then if you want, um, you can upgrade. Uh, because, yeah, I, I saw that too. Yeah, there's, yeah, Photoscan and Photoscan uh, photos, photo app and then Photoscanner Plus. Um and then there's a colorized one. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just fascinated by by sure. developers' choices as to why they make more work for themselves, having yeah. to support a, yeah, extra I'm, apps. It kind of bogs it down a little bit. It does, and it confuses uh, people trying to buy stuff. Mm -hmm. And maybe uh, if I want to be conspiratorial, maybe that's by design, so people end up mm -hmm. buying more wrong stuff or whatever. I don't and, think oh, you're wrong this. about that. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then my uh, next app. Um, Actually, uh, I'm going to kind of combine these two because they kind of work hand in hand. So I have simple commands and then the shortcuts app in the uh, Apple uh -huh. iPhone and uh, iPad. Um, because I've been looking for a way to uh, – simple commands gives you a way – it's another way to in, uh, hook up your Internet of Things uh, together. Um, and so this one – uh, it's been doing something I've been wanting to do. I want a voice command to open up the garage door because I am a nerd and because I should be able to do that. Right. Um, <laughs> yes, because. And so uh, I have a... Just because a, I can't. Yes, and I have a Chamberlain garage door, and they do have... Oh. Uh, you can, and I do have it. I did go on their website and see, well, we'll offer it to you for a year for free, so I'm going to try it out. But uh, you can have it hooked to your Google uh, Home Devices, but it will tell you what state the door is in. Is it open or closed? Then it will close the door, but you can't open it. I suppose that's their fail-safe because they don't want you accidentally opening the garage door and then let these storming barbarians in or you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, Fell asleep drooling on your watch and, like, press the button by yeah. accident. Uh, but now they do, uh, but they do have a, uh, an app for the phone, uh, for the watch, so I, I do have it on there, and I can open the garage door with that. Um, that is so cool. It is. But then th with this simple command, I was able to do it, create a uh, shortcut, uh, an Apple shortcut, and mm -hmm. be able to uh, say, hey, phone lady, uh, you know, open the garage door, and it will do it. Um, <laughs> and then the, the conversely, you can have it closed because, I don't know, our garage door opener is acting weird. I don't know if it's the opener or the remote, whatever. You keep sitting there pressing the button, and it won't close uh but i was hoping or, or you gotta sit there i'm in a hurry to get to work and it won't close i gotta sit there and keep pressing it till it goes it's oh, the button holder <laughs> uh it might be never underestimate that but um uh i thought maybe i would try this when i back out i can just you know flip up my watch and say hey you know close the garage door and see if it'll do that it does that by itself does work we'll see if it's quicker than arguing with the blessed remote or whatever it's do you say is. make it so when you do this uh i don't want to shave my head and you know uh <laughs> i do want a buddy called data though but anyway <laughs> um but and it'll do other things too i mean you can hook it to more than that um i've got it uh, uh i can control my lights uh what else all right here it is um so i do have it hooked up to oh I sure that like cyborg. Yes, well, it's my ultimate goal. I just want all this crap implanted in me, um, <laughs> and of course, right off hand, I'm not going to be able to see. But it, well, I do have it. It will. Does your wife roll your roll her eyes? <laughs> I think she's past that point because she just sprained <laughs> something. But um, so I do have it. Um, it will control like the TP Link stuff I have. It will connect to my Ring uh, doorbells and. And uh, camera 
so uh, it can tell me what state things are in. Or uh, I don't know what else I could do with that stuff. It will connect to my automatic device I have in my uh, RAV4, uh, so it'll bring up information about uh, you know trip information and this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and it'll uh, hook up to the uh, Samsung SmartThings device if I had more stuff hooked to that. But uh, so it's an interesting uh, app, and uh, it's free, um, hmm. and you can create routines in here. So that's what I did for the garage doors: is create a routine and then put it in the shortcuts, and then you know use a uh, Siri shortcut to activate that stuff. Um, so you know for those you know nerds like me who are trying to automate stuff, this you know looks like a good thing to try. And like I say, it allowed me to do the one thing I've been trying to do. Um, now, I just wished I could get it, you know, using the phone or the watch is fine, but I wished I could get it to interact with my other so-called smart assistants around here, and I'm not going to buy an Apple HomePod just to open my garage mm -hmm. door, because uh, mm -hmm. that's more than what I want to spend. Mm -hmm. uh, but This then, is almost like a pre-baked cookies for uh, if this, then that. Uh, yeah, there's that too. And I can, again, I can hook my garage door to if this and that, and I could control it with my other devices, mm -hmm. but it won't open the door. It will <laughs> close it. I don't get what the restriction is, but at least this one did it. So, hey, small steps, and at some point I may figure something out uh, along the way there. You just imagine your neighbor is like, what is Mike doing now? Why does he keep opening and closing the garage door? Oh, what is I, going on? I think they're past <laughs> that point. Uh, <laughs> They just kind of, I, I mean, even our neighbor across the street, who we kind of refer to as our own Gladys Kravitz. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's always looking out the window. I'm pretty sure at some mm -hmm. point she just goes, yeah, he's at it again, and just <laughs> walks away. Uh, and then for my last uh, app here, well, it's actually a game, but uh, uh, it's a game I, I like. I've loved it for years, and now it's finally on iPad and iPhone. Uh, and as far as I can tell, I think it's a full computer game, not like some of these other ones that's kind of stripped down. But it's Civilization VI. Um, uh, again, like I said, I've always had this thing about, um, you know, building societies and stuff. This You can literally build your own society. You, you know, whatever decisions you make will eventually play out uh, in the game, uh, you know, for better or for worse. And, you know, so you can pick to be one of several, you know, real-life civilizations i forget there must be i don't know 20 30 of them in there with people like um i think abraham lincoln and bismarck and um you know a bunch of different roman emperors and from you know africa and europe and asia so there's a whole bunch of real life so it's um wow. history it's history mixed with you know uh a build your own civilization game. So as it goes along, it will uh, tell you about you. You uh, there's different wonders you can build, and so it'll give you a little short. Uh, uh, you learn a little bit about that, but if you open up the Civipedia, as they call it, where it has all the information on all these things, you get kind of a little history behind it too. So you know you can potentially learn some historical information in there. But yeah, that, but you can you know. Uh, build a civilization you can start a war you can you know there's different ways you can play wow. it you can either play it's like minecraft meets clash of clans meets sims in a way yeah kind of um maybe not the sims quite so much they do have little characters on there but you know it's more about controlling the civilization as a whole uh and not the you know each individual character although you do have you know you move units around um but um 
yeah, so you can, you know, you can either win through uh, domination by controlling the most land area or by culture or by, uh, let's see, by science. There's different victory parameters that you can, um, you know, specify in there and how you want to play the game. And I just kind of like it. Like I said, I've had it since like the very first Civilization game, and I think I probably have bought every version that's come out. I you can play problem. this on your iPhone too. I can. Um, I haven't. Um, I don't know. For me, the screen's just a tad small. Um, okay, I'm old school. I like, you know, I'm the guy that had a 22 inch monitor once upon a time. One of those great big tube type ones, a hernia maker. Um, a hernia maker. <laughs> oh, it was heavy. Yes, it was. Uh, um, I forget what it was now. But uh, yeah, so I like the big screen. And I, I could play it on the phone, um, but I just. I haven't. Um, I like the iPad a little bit better. I can sit back and uh, you can. Oh, I'm looking at the app page now. I I corrected the link in the show notes so I could see it now. It's I see there's subscriptions. Uh, like Rise and Fall, Vikings Pack is five bucks. A Poland Pack is five bucks. Yeah, so there is mm. in-app purchases for uh, to add civilizations to it and to mm. add down. Uh, you know the uh, um, and again I have all the you know the uh, add-ons because that's what i do um so yeah i've got the rise and fall which adds new aspects to the game uh different ways of winning new you know things you can do so um you know for the 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 nerd like you know me out there um <laughs> there's all these things you can uh you know add to it and do uh and like I say you can add different civilizations they have the australia pack and the persia and macedonia pack and um you know, you add different civilizations. So, you know, the basic game is uh, 1999. You can add these different uh, civilizations on for either 4.99 or 8.99, depending. Upon I wonder how far you can get for free because the, the app is free to install. Uh, I think you get a, to do. Uh, I think they allow you to play so many turns. Oh, play 60 turns for free. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. And then they want you to buy it, but that will give you a taste for mm -hmm. the gameplay and whether you like it or not. And so, yeah, the basic game is twenty bucks, and then if you want the Rise and Fall expansion, uh, that's another thirty bucks. But uh, yeah, it can end up real quick. Yeah, it does. But I but mean, it's well supportive, and and this yeah. is what version six did you say? So yeah, this yeah. has been it's been around made for, for many years. Oh uh, crap! Probably. 20, 25 years. I mean, it's been around a wow. long time. You started out on on the computer. I think did it even start before uh, Windows era? I think because I think I remember playing it, loading it from a DOS command. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been around a while. So have I. Mm. Oh Lord. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's my. Uh, uh, you know, that's my pick. Uh, and like I say, that's it's just. Fun. Yeah, it is, and I like it. Although I see. it. I don't know. Some people must not have liked it because I see it got a 3.6 out of 5 review, but uh, I didn't see what their uh, wonky DC uh, DLC pricing. So, yeah, I don't know. But like I say, it's not for everybody. But uh, if you are you know a power-hungry wannabe dictator or something or a benevolent <laughs> dictator, however you want to do it, you can sit there and you know play it to your heart's content. Um, to keep a lot of people out of a lot of trouble. Yes. Uh, yeah. If we were all just virtual dictators rather than real dictators. Mm -hmm. But anyway. yeah. Uh, so, um, 
yeah, that's kind of our app uh, picks for this week. And well, yeah, so we won't have any regular picks. So we just picked apps and stuff. But yeah, I do want to mention save money and, and entertain yourself. There you go. I do want to mention, Mike, you had you had talked earlier about Philo. Did you actually subscribe to it? Are you yeah. done with the free trial? So yep. now you've subscribed. Yep. Well, we also cut the cord. Yep. Okay. The cable box. The cable box went back. And okay. they were basically like, yeah, okay, whatever. And uh, look to Fenny. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out it's saving us about eighty dollars a month. Wow, that's amazing. That's you... that's huge. A lot of you know, that's, that's a huge amount of money. I mean, we, we took YouTube TV. There is a little bit of a learning curve because you're used to doing something one way with the cable, which we've been using since 1982. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like this a lot better overall because now I like the idea of being able to watch what I quote unquote record, which you're really not recording mm-hmm. like you are with the DVR. But I like the idea that I can watch it anywhere instead of having to be stuck in the family yeah. room, yeah. which is what happened before. Welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you can. And, and saving the money at the same time is, you know, mm-hmm. that extra bonus. Yeah. You can whip out your phone and watch it anytime you like. And, uh, and we could do that with direct TV, but, you know, we were downloading it from our DVR uh, over the internet, which was a little. I'm yeah. so glad I skipped the Dicey. whole DVR thing. I just, yeah. I don't know how I missed that, but I just totally just skipped the whole DVR thing. I never yeah. had a DVR. And since the last time we talked, uh, PlayStation View is shutting down. Sony is deciding to get really? out of it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they just decided that they, because Sony also had Crackle, which is another streaming yeah. service that's got free stuff on there that you can watch with ads. Yeah. And my it, kids and my husband like that. Yeah. And so they sold that off to somebody else. And they sold off PlayStation View. Well, they didn't sell it off. They're just going to kill it because they, mm. I don't know what they're thinking is if they think there's enough, you know, there is a bunch of, uh, and we did have a uh, recommendation, and I can't remember if we mentioned it on the show or if we were using it before the show, but Suppose TV, because uh, mm-hmm. um, Guy... Yeah, we've talked about it before. Yeah, we have. Yeah, because uh, Big Tall Guy, Guy, guy. Sorrow, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll remember. I just remember Big and Tall. Um, uh, tweeted us that, you know, the Suppose TV is something you use for your decision-making tree. And you look at that, and there's a bunch on there. There's, uh, yeah, there's besides the ones that we've used, there's uh, Fubo and uh, uh, Sling and a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. And so, and that, and you know, we'll just bring it up again. Anybody who's thinking about cutting the cord, just go to suppose.tv. Uh, you type in your zip code so they know what providers uh, are available to you and just start clicking off the shows that you cannot live without and it'll start narrowing it down with price and availability and offers and all that kind of stuff. So that's a good resource for anybody that just wants to give the middle finger to your cable company or your satellite provider and just uh, you know roll your own. But uh, we'll throw it out there. And thanks for Guy to, for reminding us you know about that. Uh, uh, I'll give him a, a shout out there. So, um, so PlayStation View, if I understand correctly, was kind of sort of like when you would want to when you would install apps on the Wii on the Wii U and watch like say Hulu or YouTube, and then like they let it go too. Like they just they stop supporting the app, so you can't do that anymore. But it used to be that you know you'd buy a Nintendo Wii or a Wii U, and you could watch Netflix, you could watch well, uh, see, Hulu, this... and you can watch YouTube. So they're like it's a video game console that also tries to be a TV box, a streaming service well, no, too, not, and they not, both have failed miserably. The Wii, when I had the Wii, I don't think we had that, but maybe it's changed because I bought right. the Wii uh, many years ago. But PlayStation had it. 
Right. Well, and this uh, this isn't like that. This is an actual service they was running. Mm. This was like a like YouTube uh, TV or Sling TV. They were actually oh, wow. running a TV streaming service. It wasn't like oh. you could put the apps. And you could probably, and I don't have a PlayStation, but I know on the Xbox, you can put a number of apps on there. You can put the YouTube app. You can put, yeah. uh, I can't put the Philo app on there because I don't think they have one for the Xbox. But you can put all this other stuff on there. But it's not like that. I mean, Sony was actually running a streaming service with TV and everything. And that they are shutting down because they just they would rather make the stuff rather than mess around distributing it. Oh, I see. Is that okay. true for for Crackle too? No, I, mean, I think I have it on my Roku, but I've never no. actually watched well, it. Crackle was sold off to somebody else, and so somebody else is running it. That's still up and running, and just the Crackle's same as still it was, around. Yeah, okay. so that's that's good because yeah, like say if you don't mind watching uh, uh, commercials, it's a good way to watch. Uh, you know, a lot of shows, they got some stuff on there. I mean, they're older stuff, but if you haven't seen it, what the hell? Or if you want to watch it again, um, I haven't been in there for a little while, but there's stuff in there that, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind watching. But so, you know, that's an alternative. But uh, uh, there's only so much time in the day. That's the problem. There's so many things that I want to watch. I just don't have the time. Yeah. Yeah. Now. And like I say, I need to quit doing so much video game therapy, which is how I deal with stress in my but life. But the thing mm-hmm. is, but that's yeah. that's the thing, but you just yeah. said it, Mike. You want to watch all these different TV yep. shows and all the different services. You want to read a book every now and then, whether yep. it's a physical book or a, a Kindle book, regardless of what the topic is, comic book, whatever. You want to play some video games. You want to do whatever your creative outlet is, whether it's knitting or painting or cooking or whatever. You want to go out and spend some time with friends and family. Oh, yes. Some people have to go to work, too. <laughs> you got to take care of your house. You got to help your kids with homework. There isn't enough time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're drowning. We can in go for days right without now. the TV being turned on throughout the week. We just oh, yeah. we just could. Like lately, I've been using it because we've talked about this in other shows, too. But lately, I'm trying something new since I've been getting a little bit further with my iTunes library and getting I've been burning CDs and importing them and stuff. And so I've been making playlists and now I'm, I have it on just for this sake of using the apple tv to play music so that's only but we haven't been like watching you know watching tv on it it's it's we really have to carve out the time for it that's why i'm not doing apple tv plus as excited as i am about it i know i have about a three month window so i'm actually going to wait until hulu is up to like put hulu back on hold and then i'm going to do apple tv plus yeah um and like i say and when we had satellite TV, we did we used it for local news, which is something we're still you know ironing out. I think I'm going to end up putting a uh, since they left the wiring for the satellite dish on the roof. I'm just going to take the dish down and hook a digital antenna up there so we can get local uh-huh. our one local station or see what we can pull in, see how good the the antenna is. I'm kind of researching some uh, outside digital antennas because we tried the indoor one and it you had to point it, get it in just the right place. Uh, mm-hmm. to pick up the one station. Well, I'm hoping if I put something on the roof, um, mm-hmm. I can maybe pick up a few more that way. But um, Are you going to get one where you can control it from the... from? Uh, I don't or are you going to get up there and have your wife... Because that, that's what we did so many years ago. My husband got up on the roof and we like... I think we used walkie-talkies at the time. <laughs> it was so long ago. Was that a walkie-talkies or, or the phone? No, it had to be... Yeah, because I don't think we had... We might have. Anyway, I just remember like having to have like me watching the TV and him turning the antenna on the roof. Right. We went there's a there's maps that you can look up online where you plug in your zip oh, yeah. code and they'll let you know 
what signal strength and what direction and that sort of thing. But that was when we had that big mother of an antenna on our roof. And that's why I was so upset when the when the roofers came out and they destroyed it. They they thought it was junk. They thought they it was so old they thought it should be oh, thrown out. I'm like, no, we actually yeah. used that. Thank you very much. Right. Uh, well, I like I say I don't think we have I think basically one direction. And we might just I'll get up on the roof with my phone and headset and my wife can mm-hmm. be down there when it looks right we'll just yeah that'll be it because like i said we don't have too many uh to pick from. and they do have some that's directional but i don't want to have to try and run electricity up there or run a cord up there mm-hmm. to control the directional thing um, yeah that's why i was wondering yeah i just want to go the cheap way uh because like i say the installer for the satellite dish did all the work for us so all i gotta do is strap it to the mast up there and point it and you got snow you gotta worry about too yeah, there's that too, um, but hopefully that won't be too much of an issue there. But uh, just get that up there, and uh, and then like I say, then we'll have our local channels, and then I think we, you know, that I think we'll have our home entertainment stuff covered because when we had the satellite dish, uh, like I said, we had the the satellite for local content, and then you know there was a few shows that we watched. Well, uh, I I had to go find the re- well, I was using had set up a. Uh, harmony remote control all this stuff but i had to find the remote for the uh, cable box and then oh yeah i had so i did have a few dvr <laughs> things on there and i had to remember what they were and how to get to them and all this kind of stuff. so i hardly ever used the uh tv down here in my office it was if we watched anything it'd be upstairs on the uh kitchen or the living room tv so yeah it wasn't that big a deal for us to lose cable so now we're just <laughs> like say getting used to what we have now but so, mm-hmm. but just I, promise me when you go up on the roof to install that, just you're gonna put on a Santa outfit, right? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> Carry a big bag up there. <laughs> yeah, the neighbors would probably just in think case I'm some of the kids are watching. We don't have too many kids in our neighborhood, and frankly, the ones that are here, I'd oh. like to scare. But anyway, <laughs> maybe I'd dress up the bo- boogeyman or yeah. <laughs> Freddy Krueger or something. Well, uh, there for, you go. <laughs> for, for Halloween, they uh, some people asked me, "Well, what are you dressed up as?" And I said, "I'm the uh, the uh, custodian that gets killed in every horror movie." So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my costume every year, every day. But I think with that note, we're going to we'll wind, uh, wind up this podcast. So we'll, and as we always do, we'll introduce ourselves so people know where they can find uh, more if about us if they want to go do that. So, um, Elisa, where can people find out uh, more about you? On Twitter, I am at Sensei Dai, and I also do another podcast with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes called Three Kiki Ladies, which is at Three Kiki Ladies. Dot com with the number three spelled out. And Melissa, where can people uh, find out more about you? You can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy, or you can go to my website, themacmommy.com. And if uh, you want to hear more about what I have to say, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman, or I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. Uh, and if you want to find out more about the show, head over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments on iTunes are always welcome, and we thank everyone who does that. We hope you've enjoyed this show as much as we have, and don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek. Hi, I'm Bart Bouchards, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000-foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. 
Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie.